man. Uh, this is the first time you've ever been in the program, so a lot of people don't know you. So why don't you, if you wouldn't mind, just kind of introduce yourself, what you're about, and a little bit of your history, and then we'll get into a little chat. Okay. I'm an orthopedic trauma surgeon, and uh, I have also I've been an author. I've written 16 books. I was chief of orthopedic surgery at San Francisco General Hospital and vice chairman of the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at UC San Francisco Medical School. And I was there at the time of the height of the AIDS epidemic. And so I have, this is not my first rodeo with the uh, COVID pandemic. I was at the midst of the AIDS pandemic. And I recognized at that time that the government was not telling the truth about AIDS, just like they're not telling the truth about COVID. So mm-hmm. I was on a lot of uh, major television programs at that time, speaking the truth about AIDS. Uh, I was on oh, Oprah Winfrey, CNN Crossfire, uh, eventually featured on 60 Minutes and had my life threatened many, many times by the government and by other groups as well for telling the truth. So I have been here before. Mm. Well, um uh... They have attacked you because just a basic search of your name and all kinds of negative stuff comes up. So, um, and to me, that's just like a, a medal of honor there, a badge of honor there, because it, usually when you get into truth, you, you get into trouble or somebody, the whole system kind, kind of surrounds you, like surrounding the wagons to get you to be, be quiet. That's right. That's right. But they haven't been successful. It's been 30 years now. And they have not been successful, even though where I'm sitting right now, when I first moved down to Southern California uh, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, actually, I I had uh, unmarked black helicopters hanging over my house 10 feet above it, shaking it so violently that at one time they shattered a floor-to-ceiling sliding glass door, and they came every week and for five years. Well... How do you put up with that? Well, you just, this is part of being a truth teller. It's, uh, again, these things don't frighten me. It's just part of what it is because there are so few people who are willing to tell the truth compared to the whole population. And so this is just what it, what, what you have to, uh, uh, <laughs> handle. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, uh, are you talking in a mic or a computer or how are you, how are you communicating? I- to a mic is it not loud enough no talking to a mic okay yeah maybe move it closer or talk a little louder i can't i can't adjust it from over here all right okay okay all right well so dr day welcome to the program so the destruction of america is really a relevant subject and i pulled that right off your website there and you have a lot of uh, bullet points regarding that but the the casual talk these days of World War Three is is like okay who's going to win it now it's not if if, if it's going to happen so like, well see we got this many nukes and they got that many and and when the nukes fall you know maybe you should have this or we should do that I mean it just becomes it's part of the vernacular the national conversation oh nuclear war okay well they they could start this way or that way and it's it's like wait a minute hold on man are we talking about nuclear war are we talking about a, a military exercise and nothing's going to happen. Well, the very important thing to understand is what the goal is, what the goal is. The goal is population extermination. That's what everybody has to understand, whether it's the COVID vax, whether it's famines, uh, whether it's the 
uh, train derailment that is uh, that occurred in Ohio and many other places with all of these toxic chemicals. The plan is population extermination. Now, everybody's concerned about two things with the war. Number one, Ukraine versus Russia and the expanding war with NATO. Here's here's the 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 real goals of that war. Number one, Zelensky has his rabbis. Putin has his rabbis. But the people of both countries do not have rabbis. They are of a different ethnicity. And so the goal is to exterminate the people of both countries. And NATO, by sending all of our armaments from America and other NATO countries, are now making all of the rest of us defenseless. Plus, everybody's concerned about nuclear war. So here's what I want to tell you about nuclear war. And I have written it in my book. I have this book, The Deliberate Destruction of America and the World. Who I don't know if you can see it. I guess not with my virtual background. But I have uh, written this book. I wrote it two years ago. And I show in the book that uh, Chernobyl was making not nuclear weapons, but making nuclear energy slowly. And when it melted down, Chernobyl is not inhabitable. Nobody can live at Chernobyl. Fukushima was the same way. It was making nuclear energy slowly for energy's sake, not for nuclear weapons. And it, when it melted down, it is uninhabitable. We are told that the uh, bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945, and I remember that, I'm old enough to remember that, that they were nuclear weapons except the Hiroshima and Nagasaki were rebuilt in two years, two years. So it was not a nuclear weapon. And it turns out that there is a lot of evidence that they cannot make nuclear weapons. And this was firebombing and everybody sees the big mushroom cloud and says, oh, that's nuclear weapons. Well, not really. So the thing is, this is a uh, a um, government, all of our governments and NATO and the UN, this is all population extermination. And yet the US government has spent $290 million to, to get medications to protect us from nuclear radiation in the event of a nuclear war. That's just going to be another way to kill people because people will line up for it because everybody believes in nuclear weapons and you think that they want to save your life when they're doing everything possible to destroy it. And yet this is just another way it will be because everybody believes in nuclear weapons. It turns out you can make nuclear energy slowly, but you cannot make it rapidly. Now, Nikola Tesla when he was alive, he was the greatest inventor that ever lived. He died just a couple of years before they dropped the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And he said E equals MC squared, which was the Albert Einstein thing for nuclear energy. 
or nuclear bombs. He said, that's baloney. It's baloney. Well, two years before they dropped the bomb, suddenly he dies under mysterious circumstances. And then they have this great inventor, Albert Einstein, who had E equals MC squared. Now we've got the nuclear weapons. I show in my book, they can't make nuclear weapons. They can't make it to uh, in a bomb. They can make nuclear energy slowly. So someone's going to have to prove to me how they rebuilt Hiroshima and Nagasaki in two years when supposedly plutonium was dropped on them. And the half-life of plutonium is about 20,000 or 20 million years. Hmm. Well, that's interesting news right there. Uh, so uh, if there were a ex- nuclear exchange, it doesn't seem that it would benefit our adversaries to saturate this country with nuclear radiation. So would is that more, is it less likely to be a nuclear exchange or say more like an EMP pulse type of thing or biological weapon where they could take over? Who's the enemy? Our government is the enemy. It's our government that they want us all gone. You see, what I'm saying is Zelensky and Putin are in this together as well as the people who are running NATO. This is all to get rid of us, to get rid of us. (laughs) So when you talk about the enemy, if you think the enemy is Russia, well, Zelensky is just as big an enemy because he's going to destroy his people. You see, under the cover of a war, then they can destroy their own people as well as they can destroy the armies of their own and the other armies. And then NATO can make us defenseless. And then Zelensky's talking about how American men and women are going to have to go in the military and to to uh, help Ukraine, and they're going to die. This is all population extermination, mm-hmm. whether it's by famines, which are coming because Bill Gates is, is buying up all the, is, and so is China buying up all the farmland. The farmland is also being contaminated with, with things like what has has recently happened in Ohio. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and so you have to identify the enemy. And mm-hmm. the enemy is our government. It's uh, I think uh, either I think it was today that a dam broke in New Palestine over there. There's something about that area that the gov- government doesn't like, but th- there seem like there there are trained derailments all over the United States as well as it seems like every food processing plant in America is getting blown up or burnt down or some kind of thing. So I got to agree there's there's something going on here obviously. Well, and I think there's yeah, some kind of general agreement between all the nations to do something to their own populations. Of course. That's what COVID is all about. Uh people have to realize the I as I said I've been here before. Uh I was an advisor for the Centers for Disease Control until I realized that they're all liars. This was way back with the AIDS epidemic. They're all liars. And so I had nothing to do with them after that. When I was on all of these television programs like Larry King and Oprah Winfrey and the Lisa Show and all of these, at first I thought they wanted to know the truth. But then I realized, no, they didn't. What they were, the, their goal was to destroy my credibility because I was the highest level academic surgeon speaking out about the government cover up of AIDS. So I realized long ago there was something big going on. 
And and I have been collecting this information for over 30 years. Now, in uh, in 15 years ago, I wrote a book called The Coming New World Order. This is 15 years ago. The Coming New World Order, how it will change everything in your life, where I predicted almost everything that's happening now. Hmm. We have a poll. So this is what's going on. Yep. Okay, we have a poll on our website there that is uh, calibrated for tonight's topic. It says, the most likely cause of America's destruction, and the people that are viewing, the choices are nuclear war, biological attack, Democrats taking over, civil war, flat-out invasion, starvation, AI robots taking over, or it will never happen. So here's the results so far. 24% said it's going to be nuclear war. 19% said it's Democrats taking over. I mean, same difference. Uh, flat-out invasion says 14%. Um, and it's interesting, uh, I saw uh, Dan Dan Bongino, a couple of days ago on his national broadcast, he's got a lot of followers. He flat out said that it's not going to be an invasion. It's going to be an invitation to the Chinese on the West Coast. And a whole lot of people are going to want to be there shaking their hands, say, come on in, give us a hand. Of course, uh, help us get rid of the the uh, the, the, the uh, people that oppose us. I think they're trying to, to, they're trying to work that angle. To, to do the, to do that, so we'll see if this this uh, poll changes as we as we discuss along the way. But I started to mention it, it would make sense if it wasn't a nuclear war, so there would be something here that could be taken over, say like an EMP pulse, where it's just elimination of all the electronics, and that would instantly cause chaos. We kill each other, and they could walk right in. I mean, now biological. Well, they can have fire bombing and claim it's a nuclear war. That's what they did with uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They just firebombed it. Uh, I'm not saying there won't be war. I'm just saying, don't line up to take their medication that they say will save you from radiation sickness. That's that's what I'm saying. Don't line up for that. This is just another way to do you in. So I believe there will be war, and I believe they will they will attack America. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, there is a lot of evidence to say that. Uh, in my book, Deliberate Destruction of America and the World, I have 13, 13 um pieces of information that have been written by the ones who want to kill us uh protocols of the elders of zion uh the uh, frankfurt school the uh 1963 congressional record uh the uh, communist manifesto all of these things showing we know that the um the in in uh, uh in elberton georgia the Georgia Guidestones that have recently been destroyed. <clears throat> right there it said, we're going to decrease the uh, uh, population of the world mm-hmm. from six or seven billion down to 500 million. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates has said over and over again, we have to decrease the population. And yet you're going to take the vaccines that he's promoting? Are you mm-hmm. kidding? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is the group that wants to decrease the population, and they're giving you something supposedly mm-hmm. to keep you well. Mm-hmm. No, well, I, well, everybody better okay. wake up. All right, Doctor Dale, I, I do notice that the people that are for population control don't volunteer themselves to start the depopulation. They always want to volunteer somebody else for their depopulation plans, right there. And here, let me give you a little thing about that Georgia Guidestones. Now, I believe they had 24-hour closed circuit television cameras on that on the guidestones 
But somehow they didn't they didn't catch whoever planted the bomb. All they show is one car driving away and nobody knows whatever happened to that. But before the before they the smoke it. before the smoke even cleared, they brought a demolition team in there to get rid of the get rid of the crime scene, just like they did nine eleven. They did it, it right. They it, did but, it themselves just because people were starting to recognize that this was one of the indications mm-hmm. of population extermination. Well, well let me give you my, my, my point on that. The the, the uh, getting the population down to 500 million is what it did said did say, but it is is it it was allowed to be destroyed because they have the plan in place. It's in full activation. They don't need that anymore. It's like we have done it. The plan's in place. It's now activated, so we don't have to tell people that because it's going to happen now. Now they're got it guaranteed to happen, so they can just blow up the guidestones. Well, this is revelation of the method. The reason they put the guidestones up there is to shove it in our face. The reason that we have had uh, the presidents that we have had recently is to shove it in our face. We've got a president right now who hardly knows his own name. So they say, you you are so stupid, we're going to give you a president who, who can't really talk, who mumbles around and who falls down going up the stairs to his plane, and that's what we're going to give you. And the, the previous president, uh, Barack Obama, um, he was a fraud too because his his father was not Obama and he, he was kind of masquerading as an Arab. Well, his mother is Jewish. He's Jewish because his mother is Jewish. His mother and his grandparents both work, all worked for the CIA. And of course, then we're going to have apparently for the next election. Uh, and again, elections don't count. I'm going to do a podcast on voting. Voting has been rigged for decades, absolute decades. Uh, the the uh, Dominion voting machines and uh, there was another one, ESG or something like that. They could uh, program them from a distance remotely. Mm-hmm. They could do anything they wanted. We haven't had a, a fair election for at least 60 years. When I found out about this 30 years ago, I've never voted since because it doesn't matter. If it mattered, they wouldn't let us do it. All right? <laughs> right. This is just another propaganda thing. Okay. Uh, clearly, clearly, the Bible tells us that this is going to happen. The Bible tells us this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's one of the other, I've got 14 uh, uh, pieces of uh, literature that are big, which I mentioned before. There's also the Kabbalah. There's also the Babylonian Talmud as well as the Congressional Record, 1963, January 10, which shows all these things. The Bible also says right now, these are end times. The Bible says there's going to be pestilence, which is pandemics, real or fake. There are going to be Mm -hmm. people dying of disease. There's going to be wars, and there's going to be um, um, wars, diseases, and famine. Mm-hmm. So th- those things are happening now, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue. It's not going to get better. Uh, some of these podcasters talk about, oh, uh, people are waking up now. We're going to take America back. <laughs> no, we're not. Waking up. Huh? This is not about taking America back. Mm-hmm. This is what happens to a civilization worldwide and in America when they go for corruption instead of following God's way. Mm-hmm. And everything has become corrupted, and people have chosen corruption, so they have chosen the adversary rather than God, and this mm-hmm. is what happens. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at, in, in a biblical sense, every time Israel started worshiping idols, God will put an evil king uh, to 
to drive him back down and cause him to repent and scream out, call out to God, and then God would Correct. come in and give him a good leader. Right now, we have the leader that I guess we have the leader that we deserve. All right, listen, we got uh, we got uh, questions coming in for you, Doctor Day. This is from Doreen eighty nine fifty one. She wants to know. She said, Doctor Day, what is the truth about vaccines? Uh, vaccines are meant to maim and kill you, even the ones for children. Now, I have to admit that I was fooled for many years as a physician. I thought vaccines were good. I even vaccinated my children, and I am so sorry. Fortunately, they did not develop any uh, uh, serious problem from it. They did not become autistic. I had no sudden infant death syndrome. But vaccines are bad. Nobody needs a vaccine for anything. Let me repeat that. Nobody needs a vaccine for anything. Uh, some of the books that you've put up there are about health that I have written. And I had fourth stage, yes, right here, all of these. I had fourth stage metastatic cancer in 1993 that was the, at one point declared terminal. I was sick for, I was unable to work for three and a half years. I got sicker and sicker for two years. I did not have chemotherapy and radiation. I had breast cancer. I had a gigantic tumor. I show the pictures of my tumor in these books and on my website. And I had a huge tumor right high on my chest. And I, I, because I'm a doctor, I knew that doctors don't know how to cure cancer. I had many doctor friends die of cancer. So if doctors knew how to cure cancer, they wouldn't die from it themselves. Mm -hmm. So I um, I chose alternative methods. I tried 40 different alternative methods. All of them failed. And I had to turn, I found in the Bible, the cure for cancer and every other disease. A year before I was diagnosed with cancer, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's and I had quite a severe tremor. I have no tremor now because when I got well from my cancer, all of my other um uh, problems, medical problems went away too. All my Parkinson's symptoms went away. God says, if you follow my laws, and those are his health laws, which I go into great detail in my materials. If you follow my laws, my commandments, all 10 of them, most Christians don't even know what they are. And my decrees, which includes learning to forgive everyone who's ever wronged you, learning how to give up anger and grudge holding and fear and anxiety and give it to God. If you follow those, I will keep you free from every disease. And I was able to get well from my fourth stage metastatic, what was diagnosed as terminal cancer, and I have been well ever since. And not only has it been 30 years since my diagnosis, and I am cancer-free, I am totally well, I have the energy of a 30-year-old, and a week ago I turned 86. <laughs> well, you're doing rather well, I can say. So, yeah, I did. See, I should. I should have grabbed that. I did see the pictures of the term, the tumor, tumor that you had. All right, this question is from Boise. He says, Doctor Day, do you believe that Melchizedek was Noah's son Shem? No, Melchizedek was just another name for God. God was taking the tithe from from Abraham. Melchizedek was not Shem. Abraham was a son of Shem. By the way. Here's another thing that's very important. Let's talk about anti-Semitism, which comes from the word Shem, anti-Shemitism. Abraham was the offspring, the descendant of Shem. Abraham was not Jewish. Abraham is not the father of the Jews. Abraham came from Ur the Chaldees in Babylon, where he and his family worshipped pagan gods. 
God called him to walk, uh, which was a, a trip of over a thousand miles, eventually to come to Canaan. That didn't make him Jewish. Walking from from Ur the Chaldees to Canaan did not change his genes. I'll tell you where it tells us what it is. Abraham was called a Hebrew. The word Hebrew doesn't mean Jewish. In Joshua 24, 2 and 3, uh, Joshua is saying, God said, I called Abraham to cross over the flood. The flood is the Euphrates River, a great dividing line between Babylon and Canaan. I called Abraham to cross over the flood where he and his family worship pagan gods to worship me. So he asked uh, Abraham to cross over the Euphrates River physically and to cross over from worshiping, worshiping pagan gods to worshiping the true God. And the word Hebrew means to cross over. So Abraham was a Christian before Christ was born. He was looking forward to Christ the Messiah who came actually in his lineage. And so before there was a temple where then they were called Judeans, not Jews. The Israelites were not Jewish. They were Judeans. They worshiped the true God in the temple in Jerusalem in Judea. So if you're talking about anti-Semitism, that means that you are saying hateful things against Christians because Abraham was a Christian looking forward to Christ the Messiah before he was born. Well, I'm certainly not going to challenge that, man. It sounds like you have a really good understanding, much deeper than I have. I've, I've kind of must have just read over that. I don't know how many times I've read that. Um, the word Jew is not in the Bible. It okay. has been written in by the Jewish translators. The word is always Hebrew, which means to cross over, mm -hmm. not okay. Jew, or okay. it's Judean or Judahite, which means a worshiper mm -hmm. of the true God in the temple in Jerusalem in Judea. Or after Christ was born, they were first called the people of the way, and then they were called Christians. The word Jew is not in the Bible. The word Gentile is not in the Bible either. It was the nations. It was the Judeans and the nations. And the nations are defined in the Bible as those who know not God. So the nations referred to pagans. The Jewish Talmud, which is the holiest book of the Jews, is called the Babylonian Talmud. That is paganism. That's their holiest book. They don't live by the Old Testament. They live by the Babylonian Talmud, which is the oral traditions that the Pharisees brought back from captivity in Babylon, and it's all paganism. Judaism did not start until 300 years after Christ. So the word Jew is not in the Bible, nor is the word Gentile. Okay, it, it's a in fact. It, okay, it's a fact. I'm going to be. I'm going to review what you just said and do, do some studying it up on there, Doctor Day. Wow, phenomenal information. So listen now, we have. Uh, in the in the uh, New Testament in, in Book of Revelation, I think around chapter thirteen, talked about this with other guests, but it says that they gave power unto the beast. Now, in the last week or so, in the last couple of weeks, we've had an unbelievable rollout of AI. There's this thing out there called uh, uh, I think it's called Chat AI or something to that effect. All the kids, everybody's going there. You feed it questions and it talks to you. Is certainly sounds like a beast. Now it does say in, in Revelation they gave power to the beast to both speak. And it kills me as wouldn't worship him uh, to, to, to put them to death. But here's here's the thing, AI, that chat AI, whatever that is, and there's going to be more AI coming out that's going to be able to speak to us, where whole segments of the working class are going to be eliminated by artificial intelligence. But this beast thing, it has to be programmed to lie, because it can never say. If you ask it, are there two genders? It can't say that. They won't let it say that. Or, uh, it, you know, are drag queens great for little kids? It will say, sure, it's a great thing. It, AI is pro. It will 
inevitably have to be programmed to lie. And it will be the father of lies and will make a compelling case of everything, anticipating your thoughts and what you say and your reactions, anticipating that before you even get it out and calibrating its response. It certainly seems like the beast to me, but I'm just saying those those people are thinking that the AI is fun and what they've been reading about it and people asking it questions, it is programmed to lie. It cannot tell the truth. It can't because it would undermine the whole system. Well, I agree with you that AI will lie, and there's no doubt about that, but AI is not the beast. The beast power is the uh, the the Rothschilds running the world from the city of London. The city of London is a one-mile square area within the city of the major city of London. They have no laws that apply to them. They make their own laws. The Rothschilds, uh, who are Jewish, own the money supply of 192 of 195 countries in the world. That is the beast power. And all of these others, like uh, Soros and and, uh, Gates, are all of the same Mm -hmm. ethnicity, and they are the agents of Mm -hmm. the beast power. The beast power is the one-world government. We already have a one-world government. They could not have closed down the entire world for COVID in one week if they didn't already have mm -hmm. a one-world government. It just hasn't come out in the open. Okay, so when it says give power... Okay, that, so, that first beast is is the political power. The mm-hmm. second beast is religious power. Mm-hmm. It is the one world religion. They mm-hmm. already have built the headquarters for the one world religion. I have pictures of it in my book, The Deliberate Destruction of America in the World. I have pictures of it. Plus, I'll tell you, I have another book that just came out in the last year, which is called When is Jesus Coming? I discuss all of these prophecies in uh, Revelation 13, Revelation 20, the uh, the seven last plagues in Revelation 16, the trumpets, mm-hmm. the seals. I discuss them all, and I show you where we are mm-hmm. in time. We are in end times, and I show you what will happen to start the three-and-a-half-year actual time of trouble. Okay. I talk about that in this book, When Is Jesus Coming? Okay. So AI is just part of what they're doing to control us, but mm-hmm. it is not the beast power itself. Okay, okay. so now... The, the I'd like to call him uh, the animated corpse when I dis, when I talk about Joe Biden he's an animated corpse and you kind of mentioned it too he shuffles around um, like a crypt keeper uh, he just gave uh, power over the United States to the World Health Organization uh, to uh, right. to roll out whatever edict so there is a part of giving power unto the beast he willingly give power unto the beast and by the way I think that agreement Dr. Day orders the United States to give one-fifth of all its medical supplies to the World Health Organization. And the thing, thing about the, this war in Ukraine, which I haven't even seen a war front. I don't know where the videos are of the war. I haven't seen it. I know we're paying for Ukrainians' pensions, but I haven't seen an actual war. But it seems to me they're sending entire categories of our weapon systems over there. It seems to me we don't have anything left. We're giving so much over there. Do you concur with that? Well, that's what I say. We are defenseless. We, and all the NATO nations are defenseless. And that, that's the whole plan. Kill, kill off, kill off the Ukrainians, kill off the Russians. And then, uh, then they, then anybody can take us over, whether it's China. By the way, we set up China as a communist country. I have pictures in my book, Deliberate Destruction of America and the World, with all of Mao Zedong's advisors. They were all bankers from Wall Street. We set we set China up as a communist country. We are the ones who set up Russia as a communist country. It was Jacob Schiff who was an agent of the Rothschilds 
who funded the whole thing for um, Lenin and Stalin, who, by the way, were also Jewish, as, as are Putin and Zelensky. So this was all a plan to make those countries communists and then send all of they Then they have slave labor over there. Then they can take all of our production and send it over there. And then we don't have any any jobs for our people here. And we become destitute. And then they allow China to come in and, and buy up our land. Uh, this is all part. See, they're all in it together. They're in it. Putin and Zelensky and Soros and Rothschild and Gates, they're all in it together against you and me and everybody else listening. Well, Dr. That's Day, what people Dr. have to understand. Dr. Day, tell us what you really think. But let me ask you, all these train <laughs> derailments, is that payback for the for the U.S. blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline? N- not necessarily. Again, I, again, it's we're doing it to ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves. It is our government who is destroying our farmland, our government that is poisoning our water, our government that is putting uh, things like stevia. Oh, people say, oh, well, you know, stevia is great, it's natural. Stevia causes infertility, and people don't recognize that, Mm. and they're putting stevia in everything, And, Mm. and all of these artificial sweeteners and all that, and even the the just McDonald's people going to McDonald's mm-hmm. they're eating so much fat they're getting overweight uh, being overweight is not not good for you it mm-hmm. is bad for you it causes heart disease it causes diabetes it causes all sorts of things Uh-oh. they're killing us in every way possible mm. Mm. killing us softly sounds like hey, all right hey let's get to let's uh, knock out some of these questions Dr. Day that's come they're flooding in yeah. here this is from Australia and Ben down under he says, Dr. Day, are you familiar with the article written by Seymour Hirsch, which reveals how the United States pulled off the Nord Stream pipeline destruction? Yes, yes, but that's not surprising. Again, uh, again, this is just going to destroy the Germans and others in Europe, uh, because again, it's the leaders are all in this together. Most of the leaders of the world went to Klaus Schwab's uh, WEF forum and and their their plan is to destroy all of their own people. Mm. The people in Germany, the people in America, the people in the UK, the leaders are destroying their own people. And just then, like Russia and UK. By the way, I think they're going to rename Stevia to to uh Stephanie because they consider it uh sexist. All right, uh believe says <laughs> Dr. Dr. <laughs> my job my job is to get you to crack a smile tonight, Dr. Day, because you got some heavy information. All right, so uh, Belize says, what's the truth about AIDS? Uh, it turns out, and, and even I was deceived, I actually thought, I actually believed in viruses back then. Uh, that's a whole other program if you want to talk about viruses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you how viruses came about. Uh, I'm going to tell you something very shocking, and you'll, you'll all shake your heads and say, this woman is crazy. Viruses don't exist. Viruses are nothing more than DNA that comes out of a dead cell. When a cell dies, it's called apoptosis in medicine. Uh, I have a book uh, out called uh, uh, Germs Don't Cause Disease Any More Than Flies Cause Garbage. If you see a, uh, a fire, you'll see all sorts of firemen there. Mm-hmm. Did they cause the fire? No, they're there to fix it. If you see a big accident on the freeway and there are a lot of EMTs there, did they cause the accident? No, they're there to fix it. 
if you see a lot of uh, flies on a garbage pile, did they cause the garbage pile? No, they're there eating it up. There are scavengers all over the earth to eat up mm -hmm. the mess. If we didn't have scavengers, the earth would be uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. So there are bacteria, but they don't cause disease either. Actually, our body produces bacteria. Mm -hmm. Our body oh. produces bacteria. Look at what they talk about your your uh, uh, your the the probiotics. If you take antibiotics, it destroys the good bacteria in your colon. So you take probiotics. You're going to take the um, uh, the bacteria from a cow or the bacteria that they grow in the lab to mm -hmm. redo your microbiome. Mm -hmm. Your microbiome is there to help you. So they say when you eat wrong, when you live wrong, when you when you uh, ab abuse your body, that doesn't cause disease. What that does is that causes the bacteria to change and attack you. No, it does cause disease when you eat wrong and live wrong and abuse your body. That's what causes disease. Mm. The bacteria there in your intestine, you have 100 trillion bacteria in your intestine. They're there to help you. So why do they say, oh, well, yeah, I got 100 trillion, but only 30,000 of them cause disease? Well, let me tell you the first uh, experiments were done in the late 1800s on for looking at what is now called a virus for um, the disease of tobacco. They called it to the tobacco mosaic virus. And what they found out was when they filtered it to make sure there were no bacteria in it, it caused disease in uh, healthy leaves. And so then they said, this is a poison. Now a poison is different from a microorganism. A poison is something like strychnine. So poison is not a microorganism. It is not a bacteria or a virus. Mm -hmm. So it says it was caused by poison. But do you know what the Latin word is for poison? It's virus. Oh. So they they it was a poison that caused it. But then they say, oh, now we've got a virus. But the 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 absolute. Um, uh, identification of a living thing is something that can reproduce itself. A bacterium mm -hmm. can reproduce itself. A virus cannot because mm -hmm. it's just DNA that falls out of a cell. Mm -hmm. And so they say, oh, but this is wonderful because that is the bridge between rocks and people. Because in mm -hmm. evolution, how did we go from non-living things to living things? Oh, it must have been the virus that's in between because we don't know whether it's alive or not. So the AIDS virus does not exist. The AIDS virus has never been isolated, even though somebody won the Nobel Prize for isolating it. It was never isolated. The coronavirus has never been isolated. The CDC admits that it has never been isolated. So how can you make a vaccine for a virus that has never been isolated? Mm. Do you know where the word Corona came from? Beer. Corona. Well, what I told you about this one mile square area where the Rothschilds run the world, mm -hmm. that is called a corporation. Do you know what the name of the corporation is? It's the Crown Corporation. Mm. So they named it after themselves, Corona, which is Crown. So what does COVID-19 stand for? CO is Corona. Mm -hmm. uh, v is uh, virus. Okay. ID is identification. Wow. And then 19 is A, the first letter of the alphabet, and the ninth letter is I, artificial intelligence. Hmm. They're just throwing it right in your face. It doesn't even exist. Well, you did you did clear up one thing for me when you said that, that flies are scavengers on, uh, on trash, and that's it just dawned on me. That's why flies kept landing on Barack Obama. 
right. All right. I want to welcome That's Peter right. from Australia and Life Station Express and Love Music all in the live chat. All right. We've got another question. Dr. Day, uh, can you explain what went on in, in the desert during the 50s using U.S. troops doing nuclear testing also um, on uh, uh, Bikini Atoll in the Pacific? Does that make sense? Yes, well, they were. They said they were doing uh, atomic testing, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I read the books on all of this. Uh, I am a, a diligent reader. I have been reading ever since I was four years old, and I have a library of over two thousand books. And and I read the book on this. And when the people were invited to watch, you know, several certain people were invited to watch the the first atomic testing. Mm -hmm. They were told to lie down face down on the ground with their head the opposite direction from the explosion. Of course, they were miles away, so it wasn't for their safety. But they weren't allowed to see it. They weren't allowed to watch it. It was just a regular bomb. Hmm. But they called it a nuclear weapon. Again, uh, William Casey, who was head of the CIA in 1981, I think it was, 1981, 1991, he said, we will know our disinformation program is complete when everything every American believes is a lie. I have that up on my wall in my office. And I show that virtually everything uh, that they're telling us, almost everything is a lie. And it's all in my mm -hmm. book, The Deliberate Destruction of America and the World, Who's Doing It and Why. And I have all the evidence for it. All right, let's get to another question. Uh, Rose Renoff says, uh, Dr. Day, what are some of the ways you believe they're going to depopulate the Earth? Well, I mean, it's pretty Let obvious Let me count the already. ways. Let me count the ways. Go. <laughs> the COVID vaccine, people are dying, sudden infant death syndrome. You know, they're dying of a coincidence. Oh, you know, you grab your heart and I'm having a coincidence. Uh, the whole point is they're dying from the COVID. The COVID shots are meant to destroy your immune system. Some people are dying rapidly. Some people will die slowly. The increase of cancer is escalating at a very rapid rate. So it destroys your immune system. And when when they they have AIDS, now let me tell you, with, finish what I was saying about AIDS. The AIDS virus didn't kill people. The, the homosexual population, and I took care of thousands of them in San Francisco. Homosexuality is a very self-destructive lifestyle. I can tell you that. I have a book called Who Wants Homosexuals Dead? Because I show you that everybody who promotes the idea of homosexuality wants them dead because it's so, such a self-destructive lifestyle. So we were already taking care of them uh, before AIDS. And we were, they, they were very sick group. And I'm not talking about sick mentally. I'm talking about sick physically. And they were very sick already. Then when AIDS came along, when supposedly, uh, then they started giving them AZT and the people died from the AZT. AZT had been a, uh, a um, drug that they were going to use for cancer patients, but it was too deadly. It was too toxic, so they put it on the shelf. So when AIDS came along, they took it down off the shelf and they gave it to people, and the people died of the drug. That's what they died of, because okay. the AIDS virus has never, ever been isolated. All right. So, okay, uh, we, have, we have this with, question with all here. All of these things that... They're, 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 so now people are getting AIDS because it's uh, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, which means you weren't born with it. You acquired it. Take the vaccine. You're, you're likely to get that. 
So it's the vaccines are going to have another one. They called the Marburg virus, the bird flu. None of these things exist. I show in my book, Germs Don't Cause Disease Any More Than Flies Cause Garbage. I show you that none of these things exist. And so they kill you with the vaccines and or the medication that they give you. Mm -hmm. And so they're killing you with drugs. They're killing uh, people with cancer. Chemotherapy causes cancer. Radiation causes cancer. Why would you give that to a patient who already has cancer? That's the way they're killing people there. They're killing children with vaccines. They're um, they're killing people through war. They the, the young men and women go to war, a lot of them die. So they're killing yeah. them in all of these different ways. All you have to do is look around you. Right. They're killing you every time you look uh, uh, out your window. Hmm. That's why they give uh, anybody who's got the supposed COVID virus, they give them remdesivir so that they make sure they kill them off. All right, Boise says, do you believe the Hebrew Masoretic texts are accurate? Well, the thing is that you, if you go back, there's an interlinear Bible that has the, the Hebrew and the Old Testament. And I know there are many different translations, but the translations of the original uh, scriptures in Hebrew and Greek uh, are very, very similar. There aren't major changes. And if you go back to even Qumran, where they got the Dead Sea Scrolls, if you look at the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah that was 2,000 years older than any manuscripts we had at the time they were found, there are only 10 changes in the book of Isaiah, and they are not critical changes at all. They're uh, irrelevant changes. So we have a very good idea that these original texts, now, all the versions, the King James Version, the New American Standard, the Living Bible, they're, they have, they're all changed. They're mm -hmm. all changed. Uh, as I told you, the word Jew is not in the original uh, uh, scriptures in the Hebrew or the Greek. The mm -hmm. word Gentiles is not there. The word first day of the week is not there. Mm -hmm. First day of the week said Jesus was uh, resurrected on the first day. That's not there. Mm -hmm. You'll be quite surprised. I, I have a Bible study on every Monday night, which is free if you go on my website, either at drday.com, which is drday.com, or goodnewsaboutgod.com, you can sign up for it. It's free. And all the videos are also posted on my website. So I have over 65 of them. I have over 350 Bible studies in text format on my website. Again, every, anybody can go there and start reading those and learn about these things. Because again, I have been doing this for 30 years. The people mm -hmm. who are doing it for just this pandemic are kind of newcomers. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny, come lately. No, you can tell by the extensive information you have on your website that you've been doing it for a long time. All right, here's another question. Smoke, Smoke says, Dr., what are your thoughts on germ on germ theory as opposed to terrain theory? Well, again, the, the terrain theory is just that you make yourself sick by the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. The germ theory is that you don't do anything that the germ just causes your disease. Mm -hmm. And I show in my book, Germs Don't Cause Disease Any More Than Flies Cause Garbage, that it is we do it to ourselves. And, and God says that, too. Who knows better than God? since he created all of us. He says in Deuteronomy 7, 11, 15 to 15, if you follow my laws, and that's all the natural health mm -hmm. laws, which I instituted to, to help my, get my body well from my cancer, you will be my laws, my commandments, mm -hmm. and my decrees. I will keep you free from every disease. He doesn't say anything about you need a vaccine. He doesn't say anybody, why, why don't mm -hmm. you see Bill Gates? No, 
He says, I will keep you free from every disease. And I have been free from cancer. I reversed my cancer completely. I am not in remission. People are in remission when they blast them with chemo and they blast them with radiation and make their body so sick they can't even make cancer cells. And those people have to go back to the doctor every six months or a year mm -hmm. to see if their cancers return. I haven't been back to the doctor for that cancer ever. I well, am well. well. I reversed it. The way you reverse it is you stop doing the things that cause it. Well, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared to ask this question, but I'm going to have to ask it. What about steak? Can I can I eat steak, or is that bad? Well, if you eat dead animals, what you're eating is the hormones in the dead animals. Not only that they have on okay, their but hormone, hormone but free. The hormones the farmer is, huh? How about hormone free? Well, you, the the animal still has hormones. Yeah. <laughs> the animal has its own hormones, even if the even if they're not injected with hormones, the mm. animal has hormones. Mm. Not only that, meat, poultry, and fish contain no water and no fiber, so they cause constipation, they cause dehydration. Major causes of disease are malnutrition, dehydration, and um, uh, so you've got to have malnutrition, dehydration, and stress. Mm. And so if you eat animal products, what is God's ideal diet? What, what diet did Adam and Eve eat in the Garden of Eden? Grass. Did any animals die? No. No, grass. It was a totally vegan diet. What diet did God give the Israelites when he took them out of Egypt to take them to Canaan? A totally mm. vegan diet. Manna. It fell mm. from heaven. Mm. They hated it. They said, we loathe this light bread. Ch chickens we out too. This. Give us a box right. of Egypt. So God finally did, and thousands died with the flesh still between their teeth. What diet are we going to eat in heaven and the earth made new? But, Nothing but, will die. Wait a minute. Didn't, didn't they, wait a minute. Didn't they eat the birds raw, uncooked? They just start eating them. They didn't cook them. Well, the the point is, it doesn't that doesn't say that they ate them raw. It doesn't say that in the Bible that they ate them raw. But Whether it indicates it, 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 yeah, but it indicates that they were ravenous as soon as they saw them. They start eating them. That doesn't sound like they had time to cook them. Yeah, but see, the whole point, the reason they died was because they rejected God's ideal diet. Yeah. That's what the, the reason. See, it, they're not going to be. Uh, there's not going to be any death in mm. in. Uh, uh, Earth, the I'm Earth made new, and heaven. And there'll be animals there. So if you don't give up the idea of wanting to eat dead animals, mm. then you're not going to be safe to save because the animals are not going to be safe. Mm. What about fish? Can we do that? Well, is fish an animal? Fish is an animal. It's not, not a human being. Well, then why it's was not a rock. okay? I, okay, it's so so Jesus, so, so Jesus didn't feed the five thousand with fish. What was it? He did. He did when Jesus came again. Everybody's got to read the Bible and understand it from God's point of view. God came to meet us where we are mm -hmm. and then changes. He even said, yes, you can get divorced. If you get a bill of divorcement, you can remarry. But my ideal is one husband and one wife for life. God came to meet us where we are and then change us. We have to look at God's ideal. Sorry, doctor. I'm sorry, doctor. Hey, by, by the way, hey, how about this here? This is from Kentucky Girl. She's watching the program. She says, <clears throat> Doctor, could you pray for my healing? I've had trouble receiving it, even though I believe in God's healing power. Well, you, you don't don't look for miracles. Miracles don't change hearts. Hmm. Is you that a heart? Is you it, need to pray is, for is Your is, heart will be changed, so, so you'll want to do things God's way. Everything you need to know is is in the materials on my website. I didn't have anybody pray for me when I was sick because I didn't know anybody who really believed.
believed in God. Mm-hmm. You're not to pray for miracles. When, when Jesus uh, healed the 10 lepers, only one came back to thank him. Miracles don't change hearts. God wants us to be strong. He wants us to live, eat, and handle stress his way, not to just put your hands up and pray for a miracle. Mm. That's not the way it is. That's not the way it is. It's hard work. It's a struggle, but it makes you stronger. Well, I, I would say that that her, her request is really a vote of confidence in you and what you have said so far. So I would take that as a compliment. But again, the whole point is that you need to change all the things that have caused your disease. And that's the way you get well. And okay. the miracle is that the change of heart that you want to live, eat, and handle stress God's way. That's the miracle, not just well. You know, because if, if you just pray and then you're well, then why not go back and do it again? Because you just pray again, you get well. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it is. Mm-hmm. God makes us reap what we have sown. I mm-hmm. really reap what I had sown. I gave myself cancer. I didn't do it on purpose. And I was, I didn't, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do drugs. But I was operating as a trauma surgeon night and day. Sometimes I'd operate for 72 hours straight when there was a gang war in San Francisco. I drank a lot of coffee to stay awake because I couldn't just say, well, I'm tired of going home and all these people lined up outside my operating room would either die or be maimed for life. I had to do it. And so I was destroying my health by the occupation that I loved, Mm -hmm. but it was killing me and I had Mm -hmm. to stop doing it. Okay. Uh, how about this here? Uh, now, you mentioned uh, several versions of the Bible, so I think somebody wants to know what particular Bible version you do read, but this particular question has to do with something out there called the Mandela Effect, and they want to know, it, the Bible that you do read, does it say the lion will lay with the sheep or the wolf? It says the lion will lay, I think, with the oxen, the sheep, the lamb, and they will both eat straw. But it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. What, what God is saying is that all the animals will be vegetarian uh, because they were they were created vegetarian. They didn't uh, eat each well, other in the Day, garden. Day, nothing uh, died. Let me break in here. I, I, that's not, I don't think that what, the, what the, the, the focus of that question, the focus of the question, I believe, do you believe there were any supernatural changes to the Bible? Not from man, but supernatural changes. Supernatural changes to the Bible. I can tell you, I start off with the King James Bible, but I show you that you have got to delve much deeper. That's why I wrote my book, Who Rewrote the Bible? Because I show you how the Bible has been changed. I go back to the original. I use the original Greek and Hebrew. This this is the book. I use the original Greek and Hebrew in the interlinear Bible. I use Strong's Concordance, but Strong's Concordance is also somewhat corrupted. And I show you how you decide what the truth is. Mm -hmm. And you have to delve deeply into it. But I'll take... 15 years off your learning curve if you read the book because that's <laughs> okay. that's what you don't have to do all the investigation that I did. All righty. Australian being back again on this. It says, um, the Revelation talks about those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Is this Hollywood or the Zionist or both? No, it's, it has nothing to do with Jews. I told you the word Jew is not in the mm-hmm. Bible. It says right. those who say they are Judeans and are not. Those who mm-hmm. say they are worshipers of the true God but are not, just mm-hmm. like the Pharisees were said they were worshipers of the true God, okay. but they were actually uh, hold, going by their oral hold, traditions hold on, that hold, they brought hold, back from. Hold, hold on for a second, Australian Ben, pay attention. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'll just all right. Let's get this question here. Autumn in Albuquerque, Doctor, what do you predict will happen next on the world stage? Well, I don't. I think they're already talking about another pandemic, 
and the I think the war will uh, accelerate. I think the war will spread. I think that there will be they'll you either come by with the Marburg or they'll come by with the with the bird flu and they'll want to give you more vaccines and and all of that. I don't want and that. that they will have the 15 minute cities. They're already starting talking about that. And so we'll be actually in open air prisons. So everything will just be co- going forward to kill more people. To uh, they enjoy uh, putting us actually in prison, taking away every. A nice thing that we have in life, families and all that. They enjoy doing mm-hmm. that. And that's what Satan loves to do. And these are Satan's people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a conversation that takes place in uh, one of the chapters. I think it might be first or second, Peter. I'm sure you'll be able to tell me. <laughs> but it says, um, talk about in the end times that, uh, that the, these certain people who love to wear robes, forbidding to marry and to forbidding to eat meat, yeah, well, you have which to is look a doctrine at that word of, which again. is a doctrine of a devil. It goes on to say which are doctrines right, right. of devils. If you, if you will look at look at that, forbidding to eat. The word is broma. It's forbidden to eat food. Food. Forbidding to marry, and forbidding to eat food, not meat. It's not talking about animal animals, dead animals. It says food. And so what, what they're telling you is it's a doctrine of devils to go off like in a monastery, concentrate on your own holiness, uh, give up being married just because you're going to concentrate on your own holiness, living in a monastery like, and, and, uh, and fasting all the time, forbidding to eat food, not meat. It's not meat. Look up the word in Strong's Concordance. The word is food. Mm-hmm. And so, just like when what there was a whole group called the Essenes at the time of Christ, where they were going off by themselves, like in a monastery, focusing on their own uh, own holiness and and leaving society. God says, "No, I want you to circulate in society. I want you to live the life of a true Christian, a follower of Me. Circulate in society, and I will bring people to you." to learn mm-hmm. what you have learned from reading my mm-hmm. word. Don't go off and live in a monastery. So that's there, what that's So, so there are other references. There are other references beside the strong concordance. Um, so uh, evidently it looks like you put a lot of trust in there. So how do we know that Strong's concordance is, is the correct translation interpretation? No, because when you like look at a word, wait a minute, when you look at a word, it'll say food, meat, sustenance. It, it doesn't just say one thing. It's like you just picked one out of a list. Well, if you look at Strong's Concordance, they say in the beginning that they translate the words according to the King James Bible. So right there, you've already got a red flag. That's why you have to dig deeper. That's why you have to go, and that's why you have to compare verse with verse with verse with verse, which is what I've done in my book. I spent many, many years. I spent 13 years uh, researching for this book, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who, who rewrote the Bible. And I show you how you can figure it out. You don't just go by Strong's Concordance. Strong's Concordance says uh, the word grave, like Sheol in the Old Testament, the word Hades in the New Testament. Eighty percent of the time, they they translate it correctly as grave. Twenty percent of the time, they just change it automatically and make it hell whenever they feel like it. Well, you, it's not can't be hell and the grave both. Because when you're in the grave, you're dead. When you're in hell, you're supposedly alive and burning. It can't be both. You'll find out that the word is actually grave, not hell. Not hell. The word mm-hmm. hell is not in the Bible either. It's been written in by the translators. Oh, do you believe there is? Is there a literal burning hell? No. No, there's no burning hell. Okay, what is uh, it? it? Well, the, the thing is, what, what the hell you make is you reap what you sow. 
that is not a literal burning hell. Remember, in the Old Testament, God said to the Israelites when they were trans- when they were uh, uh, passing their children through the fire to Moloch, He says in uh, Deuteronomy 35:32, He says, "You Israelites are passing your children through the fire to Moloch." I never commanded you to do that. That is an abomination. That thought would never enter into my mind. Well, what thought? The thought of burning a human being alive, God says, would never enter into his mind. So if God's going to burn people with human beings up at the end, he's no different from Satan, who was requiring human sac- burning sacrifices to Baal. So, so, so again. So, okay, so, I mean, it seems like every verse that I've ever read needs to be changed. So Lazarus was never in a burning hell saying, give me just a tip of wa- water on oh, your that's finger. terrible look at that that's in Luke and it starts in in Luke 14 it tells you this is a parable there is a series of five parables and it talks about it as a parable if 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 Lazarus is in in heaven and the rich man is burning in hell a drop of water on his tongue is not going to help him it is a parable it is a story it is not real well for a lot of people that there's not a literal burning hell I think they're going to take some kind of comfort in that all right let's get another question well that is Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh, can you tell us about the God gene? Do Christians have a God gene? There's no God gene. Okay. I don't know where you come up. There's no God gene. Okay. The thing is, the way you become like Christ is by beholding we become changed, by studying the Bible. But that's the revival we need is people mm-hmm. need to study. Nobody's studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. Nobody studies the Bible. The pastors don't study the Bible. They get many of their... Uh, sermons off the internet uh, the the people in the seminaries are not really studying the Bible because mm-hmm. they all work for somebody and if they mm-hmm. find out something different in the Bible than they're taught they are out of a job mm-hmm. you see well so I know one no I know one thing I will never read a Bible version that has a copyright because that guarantees you 10% minimum change because that's what it takes to get a copyright all right here's another question well, from anonymous 1152 says dr. day who is your pick for the anti-messiah you mean the antichrist i just read i just just read the question so messiah or maybe i would say christ the antichrist the the word anti-messiah is not in the bible the Mm -hmm. word antichrist is the word antichrist is the beast power which is the uh, jewish illuminati combined Mm -hmm. with some high level freemasons uh, a few of them who have sold their souls and sold their race okay. uh, for money and okay. fame. This, and so this is the, the beast power that is ruling the earth now. That is the Antichrist system. Okay. okay. It's not a so, so Anonymous, who watching the program, sent the question in, you, you, you got to get schooled just like the rest of us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Doreen8951 says, Doctor, are we in the seven-year tribulation right now? The tribulation is not seven years. The tribulation is three and a half years. That whole seven-year tribulation, again, I talk about how they came up with that uh, in my book, uh, When is Jesus Coming? The tribulation is three and a half years. It says that in Revelation 20. It's either 1260 days, 42 months. That's three and a half years. We are not yet in the actual tribulation. I talk about in the book what event will happen, which will be relatively soon, that -hmm. will bring on that three and a half year tribulation where... um, Christians will be um, decapitated for being Christians Mm -hmm. because that law has already been passed in in the United States. Those are called the Noahide laws. They have already been signed. They were signed in 1991. My late husband, Bill Dannemeyer, was a long-term U.S. congressman. He was in Congress at the time these were signed. He was on the floor of the House 
the day that they were signed, but he didn't know about them. We were not married at the time. We got married after that. And I said, you better investigate that. He had never even heard of the Noahide laws. Noahide laws were signed, and it says that idolatry is a crime. And who decides what idolatry is? It turns out the Jewish people decide what idolatry is, and that is the worship of Jesus Christ. And the penalty, if you start reading the fine print, this is all in my book. It's in my book, Deliberate Destruction of America and the World. The, the article's written by my husband. He, he investigated this completely, and he shows that it will be by beheading, guillotines. And if you think that is crazy, FEMA, uh, the FEMA camps are all, all have guillotines. And now in the ICD-10 uh, code, which is the code that doctors and hospitals use for your diagnosis and how much they can charge you for a particular diagnosis. There is now a diagnosis for decapitation. So I guess they're going to make your family pay for your death. Mm -hmm. All right. Does anybody else want to get schooled on your previous beliefs? Go ahead and send your question in to the uh, chat and Jay to get it to us. All right. Life Station Express says, uh, so was this country developed by the controllers from the beginning? Was this country what? I didn't uh, was it question. developed by the controllers from the very beginning? Well, they were here at the beginning. In my book, I show that Washington D.C. is laid out in uh, the uh, in, in the book "Delivered Destruction." I showed that it's laid out in a Freemason um, compass, and um, what's what's the other thing uh, that that is laid out like like the Freemason symbols and that it also has a pentagram uh, in the, the streets are laid out that way. Mm -hmm. So right. we had Freemasons around at the very beginning. There were Christians and then there were Freemasons. So it was the great controversy between Christ and Satan, which has been going on since the Garden of Eden. It was We never really got our um, sovereignty from Great Britain. We never mm -hmm. did. People think we did, but we don't. And our constitution was suspended uh, in the in the era of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, that's why if you go into a courtroom, you will see gold fringe on the flag. If you see gold fringe on the flag, that means that we are under maritime law, and under, not under the Constitution. And under maritime law, you are guilty until you prove your innocence, rather than the Constitution mm -hmm. where you're yeah, innocent. Yeah, well, I think they quit, they quit uh, uh, following the Constitution years ago. All right, here's a question that came from yes. our contact form on our website. It's, it's rather long, but I, I don't know how to shorten it. It says, isn't it concerning that people want Trump back even though the Masonic architecture is all over the Trump Tower? He was first to introduce lockdowns, and he put his big pharma swamp rats in charge of COVID. He let Hillary off and printed most money in U.S. history. Trump is controlled opposition. He's Jewish. His name, family name was Drump, D-R-U-M-P-F, and he's also a Freemason. He's controlled opposition. All right. Is, is there any good leaders in the United States at all? Not that I know of. Okay. Uh, are any of them uh, clones, you think? Clones? You mean that were made in a laboratory? Yes. No. No. No? Okay. The clones they make, make in a laboratory are not, they, they will look like aliens. They will mm -hmm. look like aliens. They're not going to look like this. They can have masks and they can have, you know, the AI thing, but they, they, they are not able to make clones that look like regular people at the present time. Okay. Uh, Rose says, what do you what do you know about Dr. Mary Monkey's some experimentation that took place in uh, New Orleans? I don't know anything about it. Better tell me a little bit more about it so That's I can That's all I know. We've got to move on from there. All right. Belief says, two, two of my best friends died from HIV. Why? 
Well, again, you're saying they died from HIV. Did they take AZT? Were they homosexuals? What were they doing in their lifestyle? I mean, I took care of these people. Again, you say it was from HIV. Hmm. HIV, the human immunodeficiency virus, has never been isolated. So you couldn't die of it if it's never been isolated. Hmm. Okay. You can die of AIDS, which is acquired immune deficiency syndrome, but not HIV. Okay. And the way you acquire okay. the immune syndrome is either by taking their drugs or by having a lifestyle that destroys you. So, so here's kind of a follow-up question from Curious. Curious says, so is Trump on the people side or part of the problem? You just said he was controlled opposition. That means he's part of the problem, right? Yes, he's part of the problem. He's not on the people side. No, they see what they do. If you look at the protocols of the elders of Zion, which I have in my book, Deliberate Destruction of American World, they say we're going to. We know we're going to have opposition, so we're going to control it. So we'll let them do a certain amount, but then we control the opposition, and then people uh, will go for this, and they'll go for that, and right. then they get so confused, and we want to confuse them. Right. After a while, they just give up and say, well, well that's whatever, why you have people like whatever. like Mitch McConnell and uh, Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, all these kind of freaks there. Okay, so let me ask you. Control. So if it comes down in the next election, I know you said you're not going to vote, but just theoretically, the theoretically, if you had Trump versus uh, the uh, animated corpse of Biden. I mean, and I know there's two evils there, but is one is which one would you have to go with? No, no, it's, they're they're both the same. They're both the same. The, the, again, there hasn't yeah. been a, a, an unrigged election for probably sixty years. Well, that's so why I, I knew you were going to say that, but that's why I said hypothetically, so I can get something out of you. You're it's, saying they're exactly again, the same. They're both the same. So, so you can't even imagine the scenario. You can't even imagine the scenario. It was hypothetical. But you 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 can't you can't they're they're both evil. Okay. okay. They're both evil. Okay. And okay. again, that's all that they're, they're who's really going to run most probably is Michelle Obama, who is a transgender male. His name was Michael Robinson, and he was born male. I have the the documentation in my book from Wikipedia and from other sources as well. He's a male, and um and those children were not there. I showed the, the, the pictures of the parents of those children that were supposedly Barack Obama's and Michelle. Michelle is a transgender, and that's, they're gonna have that, and, and, and uh, uh, Newsom is going to be the vice president that they're going to run. All right, man, we finally got a conspiracy out of you. I was looking forward to that. Hey, so I, as I told you in the opening of the broadcast, I, I did my due diligence, and you know, I was looking around, you know, Google Dr. Day, a lot of haters out there against you, obviously, uh, and the more people hate you, the probably closer you are to the truth. But I came across something called a um, Dr. Day action figure. Have you seen that? No, no, I haven't. Do you want me to put it up, or you want me to just send it to you privately? Well, it's not. It's not bad. I, it's an action I, figure. You've not seen it. You can put it up. I've not seen it. No. Okay. All right. Here we go. This it's a Doctor Day action figure, and I think it was by some conservative organization that 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 did it. So let's pull that up here, and hopefully we'll be able to surprise you. I know you do a lot of interviews, but you may not have seen this. <laughs> there you are, Doctor Day action figure. Get yours today. Maybe you can. You need you need to get some money off of that, man. <laughs> everything i do on like on my website all the bible studies all I'm, I'm also doing podcasts on political things i put them up for free everybody gets them for free so well, uh well, now, so somebody do sell my book somebody's making money, money off of your likeness now maybe so 
<laughs> All right. So let's get another question. Do you have knowledge of the Kazarian Mafia? Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the Jews, again, as I told you, they have no relationship to the original Israelites from the Bible times. Uh, Kazaria, the, the Jews are Ashkenazi Jews primarily, and they came from Kazaria, which is an area between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea, which is somewhat where Ukraine is right now. And that's, they converted, they were Mongol barbarian Turks who, so they were Gentiles. The Jews are actually Gentiles. And they converted to Judaism. This was a nation that was <clears throat> present during about the 8th to the 13th century. And Arthur Kessler, a Jew, actually wrote a book about this called The 13th Tribe, where he shows that this happened and, and, and a number of Jews of, of high level have agreed that they are Khazars and they are not, Jewishness is not an ethnicity. It's a religion and a culture. It is not an ethnicity. Okay. Uh, how can you heal a broken bone in your body? Well, broken bones will heal on their own. What you need to do is make sure they heal straight okay. uh, because broken bones will heal. If you cut yourself, you don't have to do anything special. It will heal on its own unless you put dirt in it or keep uh, picking it open. So the body is meant to heal itself. So broken bones will heal. When when I talk about how you go to, go to the doctor, you don't go to the doctor for disease. I didn't say you don't go to the doctor for trauma. If you break a leg or if you're shot or stabbed, that's trauma. That's why I became a trauma doctor because when I was in medical school, I realized that doctors never cure anybody of anything of disease. They only give them drugs, which actually makes them worse in the long run, or they cut off their body parts or cut out their organs. But a trauma doctor, I would have people come in who had multiple injuries, and I could put them back together, and they could go and live their life. I'm not saying if you're run over by a truck, you don't go to the doctor. That's not a disease. That's trauma. Mm. Well, I already learned my lesson about asking you questions because I'm, I am comfortably numb in my own beliefs, but somebody is going to get kicked right out of their comfortably numb belief system and with this question uh, do you believe in the rapture well there, there there's no secret rapture there is a second coming of christ where people mm -hmm. will be caught up off the earth and they won't be a, a tricky cutesy thing that god does what the reason they'll be caught up of the earth because the earth will be breaking apart the bible says there will be massive earthquakes and the last one will actually start breaking the the, the earth apart mm -hmm. so um, it is very important for people to realize that there's no secret rapture. The church, many churches are teaching there will be a secret rapture. Christians will be raptured up, and, and they won't have to go through the tribulation. They'll be up in heaven having a party. Now, what you really need to know is about Project Bluebeam, because with Project Bluebeam, which has been around for at least 25 years, I've known about it for that long, they can actually fake a secret rapture. They can fake an alien invasion. They can fake the second coming of Christ. So unless you are truly a Christian who is one with the Lord, who is really studying the Bible, who is living the life, you will be deceived. Hmm. I saw a comment in the in the live chat saying because you mentioned you were 86, and so I said, well, you look like 50. So I'm looking I'm looking on your website, and and here you are playing guitar. Do you, do you still play guitar, doctor? Uh, not much. I'm a musician. I was a music major first. I played piano, organ, guitar, drums, uh, and trumpet. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, you know, when I became a doctor, I didn't have much time mm -hmm. for that. And and now that I've been writing so many books, and I've made a number of DVDs and a number of CDs. And so, yes, this was when I was about. I guess I was about 32 there. Yeah. So what what, what song are you playing right there? I don't remember. <laughs> It's a long time ago. <laughs> there, there, there's, my, there's my guitar right there. I put it in the picture. All right. Ah. So 
Uh, let's see. Uh, question. Well, what about the lake of fire where all liars will be thrown? Get get them, doctor. Go get them. It says, it says those... It says those whose names are not written in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. You have to read the whole thing. Right. I think that's in Revelation 20. The, the sentence before that, it says death and the grave, which they make hell, which is not the word hell, it's the word grave. Death and the grave will be thrown into the lake of fire. Well, you cannot take death and the grave and throw them in a physical lake of fire. This is symbolic language. It means they will no longer be. They will be abolished. Death and the grave will be abolished. Right. Okay? okay? So then it's the next sentence that says those whose names are not written in the book of life will also be thrown into the same lake of fire. That is not a literal lake. It wasn't a literal lake of fire in the previous sentence. It's not here. It's symbolic. It means that God will eliminate the sin in your life through fiery trials. He, God talks about his law as a fiery law. Both Peter and Paul talk about, do not be concerned about the fiery trials that right. will try you. It burns the sin out of your life. If you remember in the Old Testament, when the Israelite brought the lamb as a sacrifice to the, to the temple court, he would put his hands on the lamb and symbolically transfer his sin to the lamb. What got burned up? The sin on the lamb, not the sinner. So God leads us through these fiery trials to burn the sin out of our life, not to burn us up. What, when a parent disciplines a child, if you had a 16-year-old son who took the family car without permission, was out drag racing and dropped the transmission, would you say, oh, okay, I'm going to discipline you by you're grounded for three months, you've got to get a job and pay for the transmission, then I'm going to burn you to death. No, you don't. Mm. You are, you all discipline is to turn you back to right doing, not to destroy your children, to turn them back to right doing. God's discipline is to turn us back to right doing, not to destroy us. It is the churches that have written hell in. Yes, you reap what you sow, because that's the way you learn, because if there were no consequences of your action, you just go out and do it again. Mm. You see, when I got well from cancer, I don't go and I don't work all night like I did before. I get to mm -hmm. bed on time. I eat right. Well, couldn't couldn't I, I, uh, I don't hold grudges. I uh, couldn't there be some people that say uh, can't believe in a fiery burning hell, and so they sort of de-supernaturalize the event and say it's 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 just a parable. Couldn't people take advantage of that and say so anything they really disagree with, they parabolize it or de-supernaturalize it? That really doesn't mean that. It means this over here. I mean, couldn't somebody do that? Well, the thing is. Thing is, the whole thing is that that again, reaping what you've sown. Just think what Bill Gates will go through. Bill Gates will have to suffer in his own body in the last eon. And I talk about the eons in in the Bible. There are five eons of time. The word is not forever and ever. How do you add an ever to forever anyway? How do you add an ever to forever? There is this crazy. It's, it's a long time. Of the eons. Yeah. Right. No. It, it says so, and eternity and eternity, uh, eternal and everlasting, those words are not in the Bible. The Bible is always eons. It's talking about a period of time with a beginning and an end before we enter eternity, because eternity never ends. When it says the conclusion of the eons, you know that can't, can't mean forever because, because forever never concludes. Mm -hmm. So there will be another eon after the millennial eon where people will reap what they've sown. Bill Gates will have to experience in his own flesh all the people that he's given these vaccines to, he will have to in, experience in this life, that. In, in this life or in another life? When, well, well the, the thing is, everybody's resurrected. If they're not resurrected in the first resurrection, they're resurrected in the second resurrection to mm -hmm. reap what they've sown. 
So the unsaved will be resurrected for the great white throne judgment at the end of the millennium. There are two resurrections. The first resurrection talks about this in, 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 in Revelation. First resurrection, when Jesus comes, which will be in a few years. The second resurrection is after the millennium, and that's when the unsaved will be resurrected to reap what they have sown, and that's when he'll do it. So it's it's the same Bill Gates. He'll be resurrected. To do that, he'll have to go through all of that agony and pain that, that he inflicted on others. Where, where, That's his own. Okay, I'm confused. Where does this take place? On Earth? On Earth. Okay, Earth so, will be destroyed when Jesus comes. It will have to be recreated to some degree because the Earth will be completely desolate during the millennium. It says the Earth will burn up. Even the elements will melt with fervent heat. So nobody will be alive on the Earth during the millennium. The righteous will be in heaven. Then there will be the second resurrection. Uh, Jesus comes down from heaven with the saints and, and resurrects the unsaved. And again, they will then begin reaping what they have sown. Okay, so that's when Bill Gates... Bill Gates literally gets resurrected, and all the other people, the pedo priests and everybody, they get resurrected, and then what they did in the previous world gets done to them, kind of like a twilight zone thing. Resurrected, and then they'll have to start reaping, and they will have to get. The Bible says that you will, God will not be mocked. Whatever okay. you sow, that will you okay. also reap. All right, this is this is fascinating. So, will what 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 he experiences. Okay. Will he know it's because of what he did, or will he think, "Oh, well, this is weird, man. All these things are happening to me. I don't know why." He'll know exactly when he's resurrected. He looks right in the face of Christ. He knows that Christ knows every sin he's ever committed, and he knows. It says even when Jesus comes, and they all die in soon when Jesus comes, they say they'll call for the rocks and mountains to fall on them and hide them from the wrath of the Lamb. So when they get when they get resurrected, they will know they're in for it. But again, not to permanent annihilation. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't do that to your child. If, if, if I had become a serial killer, mm-hmm. my parents would have hated what I had done, but they would still love me. Well, God doesn't waste anything. He knows what everybody has to go through to get them to him. After he goes of these, uh, Bill Gates will probably get it, don't you think? Well... Yeah, but, you know, I guess people like Hitler and everybody else is going to suffer the same kind of thing. It sounds like it's almost like a it's almost like a Twilight Zone. I saw a Twilight Zone episode one time where these Nazi commandants ended up getting transferred into the camp themselves. So it sounds kind of like that there. Well, we'll have to talk about Hitler at a whole different thing. You'll see in my book that in the in the camps, why would Hitler build the camps and, and have thousands of cabins? and 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 uh places for people to live if he was just going to bring them in to kill them in mm-hmm. in the camps in auschwitz there was a swimming pool there was a soccer field there was an auditorium there was an orchestra they were working they were work camps in they were working at ig farben it's all in my book watch it mm. okay you can read it there okay. i have all the evidence all right here's a couple couple more quick questions here um what do you think about aliens do they exist no, the aliens do not exist, but I told you they can have an alien invasion. They're trying to create life in the tunnels, and, and, and the, they have many, many layers of uh, these buildings under the mm-hmm. earth, and they're trying to create life. Uh, right. But there are there are no aliens. Aliens did not uh, create us. Aliens are not coming back, but they're going to have an alien invasion. Remember when Ronald Reagan was president, he said, it's the, the leaders of the world have so much trouble getting together 
that if we just had an invasion of aliens, then the whole world would get together because we'd have a common enemy. So mm -hmm. that's what they want to do. That will help bring in this one world government okay. and get everybody fearful and under control. All right. But there are no aliens. All right. Anybody else, once their belief system incinerated, go ahead and put your question in the live chat and we'll get it over here. Uh, Curious says, will Jesus and angels return on an actual physical UFO? How do they return? No, they don't. They don't have to be on a UFO. Just Jesus comes in the sky. He's in charge of everything. They can fly. They can fly, so they don't have to come on a UFO. Okay. How about this one here from Robert Griffin? Okay. How about this from Robert Griffin? Uh, why did Jesus have to die if everyone eventually gets to heaven? Well, because Jesus is the one who introduced sin into the world. People want to say that it was Satan, but the Bible says all is of God. Romans eleven thirty six. All is of God. God said He created the waster to destroy. He created Satan to do exactly what he's doing. And here's the reason why. In uh, in the Garden of Eden, uh, Adam and Eve were told, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right. because in the day you eat of it, it doesn't say you'll die that day. What it was say is dying, you will die. In the day you eat of it, you will begin dying. And eventually they did die 900 years later, but they lost their cover of light. But why did they go and eat of it when God says you, you will die if you That's eat of it? Right. Because they'd never seen death. They had mm -hmm. never seen anything die. They'd never seen an animal die. They'd never seen, they didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. And so they went right out and did it. But they certainly soon found out when one of their sons uh, murdered the other one, they found out pretty soon what sin was all about. And so the, the way the whole population of the world will be safe for, from sin for eternity is if everybody has had enough association with it that they say, I don't want it anymore. That's why God introduced sin. He died on the cross because he said, I introduced it. I will take the hit. Okay. I'm going to take a look at the polls, see if any of the numbers change. We have a poll on the website for those joining the program or watching the program on the left side. It says, most likely cause of America's destruction. And the results still basically remain the same, that most people believe it's going to be nuclear war. 19% uh, believe the Demo Democrats are just going to cause America's destruction. Well, that's automatic, but according to what you're saying, doctor, they're both they're all in on it. Then flat out invasion. So it really has really hasn't changed much. People have been programmed to believe there's going to be a nuclear war, uh, but you say that nuclear weapons don't even exist. That's correct. That's correct. You cannot. You can make nuclear energy for energy. You can make it slowly. You cannot make it rapidly. You just have to. But people have been so programmed. Everybody's been so programmed about everything. They've been programmed about viruses. They've been programmed that you get sick because oh somebody sneezed on you. Well, uh, again. In, when God took the Israelites from Egypt to Canaan, there were a million of them. They were all living close together. He gave them all sorts of sanitation laws so they wouldn't get sick. There are 549 verses in the five books of the Bible that talk about the Exodus. 549 verses that are about the sanitation laws. There's not one sanitation law to protect them from airborne diseases. Not one. And who would know better than God that there are no airborne diseases? Now, you can uh, give somebody food poisoning if you, uh, a restaurant worker goes to the bathroom and they don't wash their hands and they get their hands in the food. You can transmit toxins that way, but you can't transmit it through the air. Wow. All, all, good, all good to know. So as we get near the end of the pro program, Dr. Lorraine Day, what, what is your general message to the viewers and people in general? The general message is the reason that people are going through these very difficult times now is that just like you said earlier in the program, when the Israelites left God, 
God allowed them to be taken captive by another nation. And we have been taken captive by another nation, a foreign pagan nation, which is the Jewish Illuminati combined with the high-level Freemasonry. And we have been taken captive. And this is what happens when you leave God. The, the real answer to what's going on is not to try to take America back because the Bible says that's not going to happen. This is all going down. The real thing is to turn to God and change your life. That's the real message. Mm. And, a, and a good message it is indeed, Dr. Lorraine Day. Uh, I'll give you an, I'll send you an email when we get the program edited and uploaded for its final destination. I appreciate you so much coming on the program. It's so very enlightening, and I'm sure a lot of sacred cows were dis- incinerated and disintegrated uh, here on the program, which is awesome. You brought so much to the program, and I appreciate that. Can we have you back on again? Certainly. Be happy to. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I know you have done a number of interviews. How did you like this this sort of format and style? How did that work for you? Well, this is fine. I'll do any format and style. Uh, sometimes it's easier if we if we keep it on one particular subject so people can learn more about hmm. it, and then that they may find out about it going here and there. They don't learn too much about each subject, but, I understand but that. it's all right. Well, I'll tell you what I'll, tell you what I'll do. I'll, uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'll uh, uh, kind of... Uh, talk to the the viewers and see if I can't get a general subject that everybody kind of would like to know about and then we'll target that and we'll do it just like exactly like you suggested and I agree with that as well yeah okay sure fine okay well Dr. Dr. Day thanks so much for coming on the program tonight thank you thank you it's been a pleasure thank you